Hey, welcome back to Waking Up with Whitney. This is Whitney Page. In these episodes, I take a look back at a growing experience in my own life and provide a little reflection and story to help you relate it back to a similar scenario in your own. These stories can come from my past life as an engineer or something a little more refreshing, a little more current, like my life as I live out here in Bali. So in episode number nine, we're going to continue on this week's trend of triggers. In case if you missed either of those two episodes, it's okay, no worries, I'll catch you up. Triggers are those little buttons that get pushed in our life. The little things that get pushed to be able to send either that ping of anger, those walls that are protecting us up and shutting us down, or anything else in between that makes us feel super emotional and lead us to some sort of habit or trend that we have, we use as a coping mechanism. And whenever that coping mechanism goes up, sometimes it's really needed for our body to just allow it to happen. But most times it's there as a coping mechanism so that we don't actually face the problem at hand. Since in the past two episodes, I, episode number, if you missed it, episode number six, I talk about, no, sorry, episode number seven, I talk about triggers in the work world and in the normal day-to-day grind and how that, how those affect us and how you can grow from those. And then in episode number eight, I talk about the Triggers that show up through the people that we don't even know, like the people that we're meeting on trips, the people that we're meeting for the first time that have such varied backgrounds and you wonder why everything is so perfect around you and yet you're still having these emotional shutdowns. That's what episode number eight is about. And so episode number nine is now about the inner environment of us being alone with ourselves and triggers still coming up. And so I noticed, I noticed this for myself as I started to give myself some more time, some more time alone in Bali. And I started to notice the little inner narratives that I had for myself, where I would try to plan out my time and I would try to plan out what I needed to do. And this little growing and learning curve continued to go on every single day for it was it probably had to be for at least the first two to three weeks of me settling in on my own here in Bali and there I still get little pings of it but it was mostly those first two and three weeks where I would say I'm going to go to this yoga class I'm going to go to either this waterfall I'm going to go hang out with this friend grab lunch here do things there And I noticed for my own self the triggers that I felt even just by being alone and by having myself not be okay with being alone. And this is a really big one, I think, for a lot of people that because a lot of times we're surrounded, we're always surrounded by people. It's really hard to be able to shut down the silence or the noise in your life and find that true silence. And to be able to start embracing it. Which is why I struggled for a little bit 
of really catching myself. Instead, I might have spent a week or so allowing myself to feel the emotions and the pain of that would come up in this discomfort of being alone. And a lot of times we might also feel this when we're going through transitions like breakups, transitioning jobs, friend groups, a friend moving away, heading off to school, any any form of change that you have it is a transition. And then it comes back to an inner testing of ourselves of what we're truly made of and what we're here to do and how much we actually really do enjoy being around our own selves with these stories that we tell ourselves. And so as I come back, as I come back and bring myself back to the actual triggers that were triggering me, it was, it was triggering to be alone and to allow myself to have that time for myself, to celebrate myself and celebrate the emotions that I would feel in my own body, the sensations that would continue to come up and I would continue to either push them down or say, why am I not meeting more people? Why am I not going to more classes? I must do more because that was how I was ingrained. That was how I've been trained and that was how I operate is I thought that if I didn't do more, I was like, what, what am I going to become? Who am I if I can't, if I won't do more? Am I simply going to shut down and have no creative juice left, nothing to give? Well, the truth is, like I've mentioned in one of my previous episodes, I think it's episode number two or three, about an object in motion stays in motion. Well, the more you allow this motion, this body of yours, this mind of yours, to stop spinning, to slow down just a little bit, the more beauty you're able to see that it has, the more opportunities that it wants to partake in, the less exhaustion it feels, and the more life that you carry forward. I started to find this out for my own self. I started to strip away saying yes to everything. We're saying, I know all of the class schedules, I know all of the events, all of the places that I need to go to, and all the things that will make this time for me worth it and valuable in the biggest air quotes. Because what is our time even worth? Our time is worth us slowing down to enjoy it. And it's just one of those very large triggers for me that I've had to work through and continue to work through that less is more. Sometimes more is needed, but many times the beauty in less 
is so refreshing. It allows you to be really real with yourself. So if anyone needed to hear that today, I'll give you permission to go do a little less. To maybe go journal a little more. Maybe skip one gym workout, one run, if you've been so good. Treat yourself to reflect a little more. Maybe open up a book that you've been missing out on. Maybe pull out those coloring pencils or head on over to a studio and try something new. Something that feels like less yet expansive and a way for you to celebrate and experience yourself. Less can also be hanging out with less people and taking yourself out on a personal date. On a me date, which I've been all about here. So whatever it is for you, the exercise of the day is noticing, do you need less or more? If you need less, please, please give yourself that. And please notice the emotions that come up when you're trying to tell yourself, I need to do more. I need to do this and I need to do that because I have news for you. That to-do list is always going to be there. But the moment ahead of you, the day that you have, the afternoon, the evening, the time that you want to be able to roll your yoga mat out, to be able to move your body on a trail and your shoes, whatever it is, something that makes you feel really juicy and good in your body, that opportunity is for you now. The to-do list will wait. So go enjoy yourself. Have a really great Friday, really great afternoon, evening, weekend, and we'll chat again soon. Take care.